cannabis topics in less than 10 minutes. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Dime. I'm Brian Fields, and with me, as always, is Kellen Finney. And this week, we've got a very special guest, Chris Piazza, co-founder of Canada Devices. Chris, thanks for taking the time. How are you doing today? Oh, not too bad, Brian. Thanks for having me. I'm fascinated by how you got into glass blowing. Was it something that you did as a child? You were interested in certain artistic qualities, and that kind of led you down that path. Like, take us how one finds that journey. <laughs> like I just said, a lot of people partake before they get into the industry. So I was like 14 and this kid came back from a fish show and uh, it was, uh, I don't know, trench coats mean something different today than they used to. Uh, This kid had a trench coat though and he had a whole bunch of pipes and he just started showing all these things off. And I was like, what is this? So I I bought a pipe and, you know, we ditched first period and we went um, out in the woods and we were just smoking. And uh, I remember it, it, you know, I obviously, you know, got it first. I I passed around and came back to me and like, the light hit it and I'm just looking at this. I'm getting tingles just thinking about it. I was like, you know, there's like four of us sitting around. I saw this piece. It lit up in the sun. I was like, I looked around. I said, I'm going to fucking make these. Excuse me. I don't know if that's all right. For that's, yeah, it's, it's all right, cool. Um, but I'm, I want to make these. This is what I want to do. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, 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 whatever. So your first day of blowing glass, is that something where like it, it's a weak learning curve? It takes a month or it's something like you've got skills just based on your artistic and you can kind of hit the ground running day one. Take us through what that's like. So I really went through like the Miyagi school of glass and that's how I've always taught too. Like, like I can see someone on their first day if they are going to have an easier time or a harder time to learn it, right? I think anybody can do anything. You know, you might not be able to, you know, shoot a basketball like like Kobe Bryant, you know, Kobe or something like that. But like, at least you could go play a pickup game, right? So like, I don't think that you can or can't, but there's definitely some level that you can see naturally um, from the beginning. Is it easy when you're looking at glass now to tell the differences between one, let's say, that's high end versus low end? Is it like a noticeable for your eye? And can you kind of share some of those tricks that you would notice those things? I can try. Um, I can definitely see, you know, I... I can see an import piece from a mile away. They always look basically the same. They, they just look off. Like there's something just off about them. colors aren't melted in, uh, lack of much color, things like that. Um, as far as a, a quality piece, like a nice rig, if you're looking at like the weld, so the attachment of the mouthpiece and the can, if there's like extra thickness or if you look at it in the light and there's any sort of weirdness there, I'm, a bad description but if you just if you pick up a bunch you'll see like certain ones have like a wonky look it's glass so it should be melted and blended together perfectly and a quality weld there's no thicknesses there's no anything else it's just clear and you can look right through it so stuff like that is what i look for how did you get in front of the big msos and then what's that pitch like with the glass in order to kind of have them stock the dispensaries Oh man, it is, uh, the game is definitely who you know. It's a good old boys network for sure. So my partner, he was uh, director of wholesale for one of the large MSOs. And so he was basically a, a, legal, weed, a legal weed dealer, um, wholesaling to other, other dispensaries. 
And it just was a pretty natural fit. And his uh, boss at the time was cool with him selling glass on the side. So he was just totally connected to all the right people. And it was just a, here's your weed. Would you like glass? And got us plugged in. We really, we get introduced to purchasers from like the executive level down rather than having to go into a store and try to talk a bud tender, talk to a manager, to talk to whatever. So we've been very fortunate in that. And then sort of once we got in, because it's such a small network, everybody knew, you know, those big companies. When you're stocking those products, right, is the dispensary or the the bud tender kind of influencing the purchasing manager? Like, how does the relationship between all the different dynamics, right? Because if the bud tender is speaking to the customers, the purchasing manager is kind of like one step removed. It's it's kind of an interesting dynamic of like each person likes something slightly different. So how does the conversation go from selecting the inventory to stock? You know, we definitely look a lot more at price point than style. Just the corporate side, you know, this is the you know the big uh, taboo thing to talk about in when it comes to cannabis is the corporate cannabis. But a lot of times we're looking at price points, and then from price point we can then okay, hey. The $15 price point's doing strong. Let's try another skew in the $15 price point, that sort of thing. Bud tenders are, yeah, like you said, they're the gateway. I'm here at the, the G4 conferences, the Bud Tender Awards. You know, I want to be here supporting them. And they're the most important piece of the whole puzzle, right? And uh, purchasing managers, they, they are removed, but they do a lot of communication with their bud tenders. And uh, yeah, it's uh, there's a, just a lot of communication. Uh-huh. What's the lead time from, let's say, inception idea to finished product for some of the products you have? We do our best to warehouse ahead of time. So we're trying to forecast forecast manufacturing to have as close as just-in-time inventory for our customers as we can. Um, it's definitely a tricky thing. There's certain products that are in such high demand and, and very tricky to make. So that creates bottlenecks for us. But We're at about a three to five day ship period for general orders. We also, um, I actually have one over there, but uh, we also do like custom branded glass, so private label, and we can make like hitters, spoons, uh, nectar straws, steam rollers, chillums, all with like the company's logo on them. Initial order of those take about six weeks. And then afterwards, it's about a two week lead time because we bring in all the decals in house. So what is one fact or concept about glass blowing that would shock a cannabis consumer? I'm going to pause for pause for intenseness. You ready? There's no such thing as double blown. Have you guys ever heard that phrase before? Yeah, yes. No such thing? No such thing. Is it just good marketing? It was a <laughs> I feel like Brian's a little uncomfortable. I'm just like thinking, like I'm thinking now, like was I sold a half bottle? Like why? What was I sold? Before we do predictions, we ask all of our guests, if you could sum up your experience in a main takeaway or lesson learned to pass on to the next generation, what would it be? If you have a good idea, sometimes timing is more important than the idea, so don't let it go. We haven't had that one. That's a that's a I really like good that. one. Yeah. All right, prediction time. Chris, okay. it's 2030. What percentage of cannabis flower consumers will own a glass piece? 75. So Chris, for our listeners, they want to get in touch. They want to learn more. Where can they find you and your products? So cannadevices.com, C-A-N-N-A-D-E-V-I-C-E-S. That's the best place. There's a little uh, contact form if there's any questions or any of that. Um, 
you know, Instagram can devices. And then uh, I'm on uh, LinkedIn, Chris Piazza. I believe it's Chris Piazza IL. Um, yeah, just changed my profile picture. So I'll actually look like this a little bit more. Nice short hair. Uh, <laughs> old one was like a long, like, yeah, all of it. But um, LinkedIn is a good place for it. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Cool. We'll link it all up in the show notes. Thanks for taking the time, Chris. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for the opportunity. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Larry Mishkin, and I'd like to invite you to join Rob Hunt and me on our weekly podcast, The Deadhead Cannabis Show. Each week, we explore the latest cannabis and jam band news and reminisce with other deadheads and jam band lovers about the great musical acts that we've seen and heard. Check out a new episode every Monday.